Hi, listeners. During our time of isolation, we have also stayed away from the radio studio, so I will be repeating some shows for a few weeks from 2016 and 2017. I hope you enjoy them and continue to listen to KBXL 94.1. Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. When I read the Word of God, I love reading the stories of the Old Testament, the stories of how God used people, how God opened the hearts of man, how God uh, directed people even when they were turning away. When I think of Moses leading the people out of Egypt, leading them to the promised land, and through those years in the desert and through those years of struggling, God was with them. And the people saw the mighty hand of God. And even though they saw the mighty hand of God, many of them still would question God. How many of us today continue to question God when we have watched the hand of God work over and over and over again? Because we just didn't get something we wanted our way. Folks, it's not about our way. It's about his way. It's about the King of Kings. It's about our God, about our God leading us. Moses had an incredible experience. And of course, we know he went to the mountaintop and he went and tried to hear from God and God spoke to him and God gave him the Ten Commandments. You know, and uh, then I'm going to I'm going to pick this up a little bit. The 33rd chapter of Exodus, the Old Testament And this is verse 12. I'm going to read down a little bit. We're going to talk about this because I think it relates to who you and I are and what we need to be about. First, let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you. Thank you for a great day. Lord, it's another great day to serve you. It's another great day to talk to people that I know can't see me and I can't see them. But Lord, I know they hear. Kind of like, Lord, we know we don't see you, but we know you're there. And we know you hear us and we know you're responding to us. And Lord, I pray you'd open the hearts of all the listeners today. Open my heart that I could see you clearly, that I would follow you totally, and that I would listen to you easily. God, that I would not ever get going in my own way, but get going in your way. Forgive me of my weaknesses. Give me strength to be a man of God. Give me strength to be a leader that you've called me to be. Give me words for those that listen, because God, we want to proclaim your word. We want people to be alive in you. Thank you. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord, I pray. Amen. Moses said to the Lord, you have been telling me, lead these people. He's talking about the uh, the Israelites, but you have not let me know whom you will send with me. You have said, I know you by name and you have found favor with me. If you are pleased with me, teach me your ways so I may know you and continue to find favor with you. Remember that this nation is your people. (laughs) Can you believe that? Moses is telling God, remember, this nation is your people. And of course, God said, I know Moses. I am God. You know, I get it. Well, the Lord replied, my presence will go with you and I will give you rest. God promised his presence to go with Moses and that he would give him rest. God has promised us the Holy Spirit to walk with us, to guide us, to give us boldness, to give us courage, to give us strength, to lead us, give us words when we don't have words. God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He hasn't changed. 
Verse 15 says, And Moses said to him, If your presence does not go with us, do not send us up from here. How will anyone know what you are pleased with, that you are pleased with me, with your people, unless you go with us? What else will distinguish me and your people from the other people on the face of the earth? And the Lord said to Moses, I will do the very thing you have asked, because I am pleased with you, and I know you by name. Then Moses said, Now show me your glory. Now show me your glory. Can you? How would you have the audacity to ask God to show, show you his glory? But Moses did. Moses was close to God. Moses had a relationship with God, a personal relationship with God. And the Lord said, I will cause all my goodness to pass in front of you. And I will, complain, I will proclaim my name, the Lord, in your presence. I will have mercy on whom I will have mercy on. I will have compassion on whom I will have compassion. But he said, you cannot see my face, for no one may see me and live. And then the Lord said, there is a place near me where you may stand on a rock. When my glory passes by, I will put you in a cleft of the rock and cover you with my hand until I have passed by. Then I will remove my hand, and you will see my back, but my face must not be seen. Well, that's pretty exciting. That is pretty wild. That's amazing. Can you imagine having that kind of dialogue with God Almighty? Do you think Moses was a special person? Do you think Moses wasn't just uh, he wasn't just a leader? He was a man chosen by God who just changed the whole format of the earth because of leading the people out of the Egyptian slavery into a new land. Oh, yes, it took years and years. It took a lot of lessons, and it took Joshua following Moses up. But you know what? God's plan always is right. God's plan, if we are patient for God's plan, he will direct our lives. People of God, we've got to be patient with God's plan. I know in my life, in my ministry, you know what? I've had to follow and try to follow the best I can to God's plan. I would have never guessed years ago that God would have took me out of Caldwell, Idaho, and took me to a place called Vancouver, Washington, and had me be in a church that was a very prosperous church that God worked in powerful ways in, that many people come to know Christ, and the church grew dramatically in in all those years, and and we became one of the largest churches in our denomination, but not just a large church number wise. So many people started serving God in our youth program. We had 13 kids that became youth pastors, 13 God opened the doors and those 13 led others and others became, you know, it's called the multiple effect. It's kind of like a multi-level marketing. God uses people. That's how your churches grow. You have one person bring somebody, somebody else has bring somebody else. Over the years, our church has grown this way. It's because people have invited people. It wasn't because anything I did or anything I said, I don't think. It's because the power of God got a hold of somebody and said, hey, come and visit our church. This summer, we've had a rash of people that have visited our church, and many of them have stayed. It has been one of the most incredible summers that I've, I've experienced in my years here. People are getting hungry for the things of God, but it's because people invite people. I'm telling you folks that are listening today, invite somebody to your church. Invite somebody to go with you on a Sunday morning. Somebody that is not 
going to church, somebody that does not know God, just say, hey, come along. Come along and just encourage them because it takes people inviting people. Well, this is what happened to Moses. God used Moses in, 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 in a powerful way. Not everybody listened, of course. Many died. Many turned their back on God. Well, we get to the 34th chapter. I want to read a little bit into this. So the Lord said to Moses, chisel out two stone tablets like the first ones. Remember, he brought the first ones down and then broke them, <laughs> broke them and, and he was upset, the golden calf. Well, anyway, he said, be ready this morning and then come back to Mount Sinai. Present yourself to me there on the top of the mountain. No one is to come with you or be seen anywhere on the mountain. Not even the flocks and herds may graze in front of the mountain. So Moses chiseled out two stone tablets like the first ones and went up to Mount Sinai early in the morning as the Lord had commanded him. And he carried the two stone tablets in his hands. Well, number one, here it is. Moses was obedient. He was obedient to God Almighty. He probably thought, I don't want to go through that process. That's a lot of work chiseling those things out. I just, all the excuses. How many times do we have excuses? God wants us to do something. We have excuses. I, I admit, but when I accepted the call to move to Vancouver, Washington, it was hard for me. It was hard for me. I prayed about a week solid. Just I had everybody praying for me whether I should do it. I had a good thing going here as a baseball coach, and God had blessed me powerfully and wonderfully, and I just did not want to leave but you know what? I had to go. It wasn't easy, but God led me. You've got to go. And it was hard leaving my mom and dad because you know, as you listen to the radio show, how much I love them. And it was so tough on me. I'd call them every day because I just, I just, they breathe so much love and truth into me. But then the Lord came down in the cloud and stood there with him and he proclaimed the name of the Lord. And he passed in front of Moses proclaiming the Lord, the Lord the compassion and gracious God, slow to anger, abounding in love and faithfulness, maintaining love to thousands and forgiving wickedness, rebellion and sin. Yet he does not leave the guilty unpunished. He punishes the children and their children for the sin of the parents to the third and fourth generation. Moses bowed down to the ground at once and he worshiped. Lord, he said, if I have found favor in your eyes, then let the Lord go with us. Although this is a stiff-necked people, forgive your wickedness and our sin and take us as your inheritance. <laughs> so Moses recognized that these people weren't easy. He said, although this is a stiff-necked people, yeah, these people were tough. These people weren't easy. And see, that's something you ought to understand too, folks. You know, not everybody's just pleasant and lovely and, and just beautiful and all just perfect, but they love God. And they might some we might have friends that are more stiff necked, friends that are more hard to deal with, but they love God. And sometimes we end up judging them because they're not as soft and cuddly as you and I are. We gotta leave the judging to God. It's not our part to judge them. We just gotta encourage them. Because Moses kind of hit this and with this verse here. Then the Lord said, I am making a covenant with you. Before all your people, I will do wonders never before done in any nation in all the world. Wow. Is that a promise? I'll do wonders that have never, ever, ever been done before. The people you live among will see how awesome is the work that I, the Lord, will do for you. That they will see the power of God. Many of you have seen the power of God unfold. I have watched the power of God unfold. Obey what I command you today. 
I will dro- drive out before you the Amorites, the Canaanites, the Hittites, the uh, Perizzites, the Hivites, and the Jebusites. Be careful not to make a treaty with those who live in the land where you're going, or they will be a snare among you. Break down their altars, smash their sacred stones, and cut down the Asherah poles. Do not worship any other god, for the Lord, whose name is Jealous, is a jealous god. Be careful. Do not make a treaty with those. You know, be careful. Don't any of us make a treaty with those on the other side, those that are living in sin. You walk with God. Hey, we'll continue on tomorrow. Lord bless you. Have a great day. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.